0: Another fucked up day in paradise. A palindrome episode one, two, one. The suggestion of bouncing back and forth from beginning to end. An oscillation, repetition, completion, closure, loops, loops. Daughter of God cast season four choice episode one, two, one. Dad, pop. These words for father are also palindromes, mom too. I'm guessing there must be some etymology about the palindromic nature of parental abbreviations because that's the beginning of speech. The same consonant at the start and end of the word with a vowel in the middle, easy to say if you're just starting to articulate. Our next episode will be coming out right around Christmas and then New Year's Day. What nice timing to share the holidays with two podcasts. Around this time last year, my father went into hospice. He left the planet on New Year's Eve 2017, right between seasons one and two of the Daughter of God cast. He was alive when I wrote and recorded episode 070 and dead for episode 071. Season one was all about the past and season two, the present, asking for feedback with you all. I'm not sure I made the connection then, how my dad's death coincided with the end of dog's history and the beginning of dog's completion. What a wonder, what a nifty bit of theater on his part. Nice one, dad. Let me be clear. I'm fairly certain my dad never heard a single episode of this podcast while he was alive. I'm not sure he even knew what a podcast was. He knew I was doing something, and maybe if he hadn't been so messed up with Parkinson's, he might have tried to learn more. Not that I needed or wanted him to. He would have been perplexed, perhaps even offended. Worried, certainly, that I was being so open about my life and feelings. He wasn't great about sharing feelings. When he was alive, that is. He wasn't good at sharing feelings when he was alive. Now he's great at sharing feelings. I feel that crazy fucker's feelings all the time. He's excited, he's enthusiastic even. He's super happy. I tried to be polite when people offered condolences for my loss. I get that they're motivated by generosity, even if they are confused about death, about life, I dare say. I'm glad my dad's dead. We get along famously now. He's my inside man at the big box store in the sky, scheduling deliveries of all the best outcomes. He's helping me a lot, and not a moment too soon. We've got a movie to finish. The lovers, the dreamers, and me. Hit it, Kermit. Why are there so many songs about rainbows and what's on the other side? Are visions, they're only illusions the rainbows have nothing to hide So we've been told and some choose to believe it But I know they're wrong, wait and see Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection The lovers that dream So where are we this week? Significant headway in revamping the dog.movie web presence. I asked my pal Lauren to give some design guidance, and she opined the front page needed to be bolder. Lose everything except the Wall Street Underwater gif and a find out more link. That was her idea. A great plan, but for a few weeks, I couldn't decide how to move forward. I'd gotten all fired up to redo the site with Beaver Builder, a page builder plugin for WordPress that I'd learned about at WordCamp in Ann Arbor. In the last few months, WordPress has been polishing off their own page builder interface, Gutenberg. Is Gutenberg supposed to make all the plugin page builders obsolete? Which learning curve should I climb? After diving in and flailing about a bit, I discovered that I'd have to learn CSS if I wanted Gutenberg to meet my needs. So the gentler curve turned out to be beaver builder. Beaver builder, isn't that a nice word? Don't you wanna say that like three times fast? Beaver builder, beaver builder, beaver builder. I also learned that the concept behind Gutenberg is not only to offer more intuitive page editing within WordPress, but also to provide a consistent code base for other page builders to hook into, which means there's likely a robust future for Beaver Builder. Climbing the Beaver Builder learning curve would likely provide a long-term benefit. That geeky little story was not about revising Dog.Movie, but deciding how to revise Dog.Movie, choosing a tool that would be both easy to learn and stay relevant for the rest of the project. These seemingly simple criteria weren't always obvious to me. In the past, I dedicated time and energy to becoming proficient in major software packages that are now defunct. Completing Daughter of God in early 2019 means we've got to be super efficient, flowing along the path of least resistance. So in the last few days, the web content has been restructured and about 50% of the pages have been revised. Another day or two, and we can hand the whole kit and caboodle over to our crack copy editor, Emily. In reviewing the fact for the project, the frequently asked Questions, I came across a list of deliverables that I had postulated or proposed about a well, more than a year back. Mostly movie spin offs, multiple trailers, another website for the development archive of the project, a feature documentary about the making of The Daughter of God, multiple language overdubs. Pretty ambitious stuff. Let's see what's left after pruning next week. And speaking of deliverables, I whipped up a short list of logistics deliverables before beginning web renovations. We touched on the three remaining phases of financial simplification in episode 120 and just now discussed revising the dog.movie web presence. Here's a couple more. Gathering and verifying all existing media for assembly of the final cut, or should I say cuts, Plural, because test screening of the entire movie will likely generate several iterations. The other day, when loading legacy After Effects files in After Effects CC 2018, some movies weren't recognized. Uh Uh-oh, I've got media that's over 12 years old. If I wanna migrate to the latest version of After Effects, I've gotta sort that out. Even more basic, We need an approximate timing for the movie. I'm still not sure how long it is. That gives a taste of what we can expect in future episodes. As I was telling Greg, our miniature guy, wrapping logistics means immersion in production. Plenty of dead people are helping to finesse the energetic logistics as we speak, so getting there is inevitable. These podcasts will really shine when there's more to see and hear. I'm excited to be there with you, and I'm so excited to be right here too. My dad never heard these podcasts while incarnated on Earth, as far as I know. He's all about them now though, crowded around the shortwave with the rest of my deceased relatives and friends, plus Laughing Jesus, Hedy Lamar, Charmian Carr, or Charmaine Carr, who played Liesl in Sound of Music <makes noise> Kurt Vonnegut, and Phil Dick. Besides dead people, who else? Maybe a few transdimensional ETs. That would be super cool. I'm pretty sure most of my family and many people people I hang out with do not, never will hear this podcast. Just a handful of devoted allies, close friends are paying attention. Meanwhile, out there in the wild world, hundreds of people I don't know, have not as yet met, are tuning in every week, anonymous. Brothers and sisters, we are legion.